Welcome to this week's podcast from Bethesda Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. This morning, we have something very unique, at least unique for us. Um, Jackie and I have been in ministry for many years, and um, we have done conferences and spoken, but we have never preached together. But this morning, we're going to preach together. Yeah. Um, I wanted to share a little something with you that... uh, Jackie shared with me a a quote from Churchill. I actually just want to steal steal it this morning, if I can. Uh, He was asked, "If, if if you believed in reincarnation, what would you want to come back as? And he said, I would want to come back as Mrs. Churchill's second husband. And I want to just tell you, if I believed in reincarnation... When I'd come back, I'd want to be your second husband. Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. How about stand with me, please? And, and today, we are not just recognizing mothers. This is Mother's Day, but we are recognizing women, females. And we want to bring honor to you. Now, I have said this before, and I mean it. Uh, When God made a woman, he made the most complex of all creatures that he ever made. That's just a fact. Um, Women, thank God for women. I went to visit the stones right after she had the baby, and in their room, I said, thank God for women. I I mean it. Every time I go to visit a hospital room where a baby is born, I think about what if that was me? In about eight months, I'd be saying, Lord, if there's any way, let this cup pass from me. (laughs) But women go all the way through the process, and, and we thank God for that. And all of us are here because of a woman. Yeah. So thank God for women. And... But I want you to understand, women are not defined just because they have children. If that's the only defining quality that you have, you're probably not as defined as you need to be. Uh, Although that is a great defining point, it should not be the only point. In Proverbs 31 and verse 30, it says this, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. A woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Father God, I come to you today and I thank you for the opportunity of being able to preach. I thank you, dear Lord, for this congregation. I thank you for this day that we can celebrate women. Lord, you made it very plain in the very first book of the Bible that it was not good for man to be alone. And Lord, I agree with you. I thank you, dear Heavenly Father, that you provided women 
and the blessing of women. Now, dear Heavenly Father, let us give proper tribute and blessing here today as we talk about women. Wow, women. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, before you're seated, I just want you to turn to someone and say, wow, women. Would you do that? Wow, women. Okay. okay, gentlemen, you may be seated, but ladies, please remain standing. Just ladies standing. All you ladies standing. And I, I just want to say, you ladies that wore hats today, y'all looking really good. Yeah. We had a tea party um, this past Tuesday night. We had loads of fun. A lot of the ladies wore hats. So we said, well, you know what? Let's wear hats on Sunday. So if you didn't get that memo about wearing a hat, don't worry. Next year's coming. We'll try it again. We'll try to wear hats on Mother's Day next year. So go ahead and find your hat. Okay, ladies, get your phones out. Get your phones out. This is the one time in church you're going to be asked to get your phone. If you don't have a phone, just share with a friend. I'm sure there's somebody close to you because you're most all of us, okay? And go ahead and get to your camera. Yeah, we're looking good today. You know, when you look good, you have to do selfies, you know? So go ahead and take your phone out. Squeeze in with some of your friends next to you. And I'm going to get all of my friends. I'm going to get all my friends. Oh, I probably need to flip it around. Okay, and go ahead and snap a couple of pictures. Choir friends, I'm getting y'all too. At least I'm trying. Okay, ladies, once you get your pictures, you can sit down. Oh, some of you are enjoying this way too much. You're still doing pictures. Okay, picture time is up. Go ahead and sit down. <laughs> See, you know, that's what happens. We get carried away with whatever we do. Did you notice I, hold, I held my phone way up like this? You notice that? Well, I used to do like this, and all my selfies look terrible. I mean, I just look so fat. And I, I'd look at that, and I'd say, ooh, that's not me. That doesn't even look. I know I don't look like that. I'm not that... That's just not me. My face isn't that round. My hair doesn't look right. And finally, it took a teenager to say, Miss Jackie, hold it up like this. <laughs> and you look nice and thin. And have you ever looked on, um, online, maybe on Facebook, and you see these girls that you know that they're not 100 pounds, but they look like it because their face is all sunk in and they look glamorous. They look like they just came off of a a magazine, they look so good. Well, that's what we want, you know. Most of the time when we look at these pictures, it's like, hmm, that's not me. But I see all my flaws. I see the wrinkles. I see the chubby cheeks. I see a little bit of gray, which, you know, that's a good thing about a hat. You don't see the gray. But, you know, we, we see those flaws, but, you know, we're so critical of ourselves. When we look at those pictures, it's like, hmm, I can, I can. I don't look like that. I want, I want to look a little bit better. And we strive and strive to look better on the outside. Jackie, I, I took a selfie of myself. And Brother Roger, would you put, when I took the selfie, here's what I thought I looked like. Yeah. <laughs> He's going home with me. <laughs> Okay, you can take it off now. <laughs> I think he might be embarrassed. 
I can't help it that I wear fluffy shirts, okay? <laughs> Who do you want to be? Who do you want to act like? Uh, as Jackie was saying, we see our flaws and, and sometimes we pattern ourselves after celebrities because uh, as I was preaching a, a week or so ago about how people can paint themselves and shade themselves and, and, and they can cosmetically do things that will make you go, they are perfect until you really see them as who they are. Uh, you know, but there, this is a list of five of the, um, the supposedly uh, most famous actresses of all times. Uh, one of them would be Julia Roberts and uh, Catherine Hepburn. A lot of the older crowd would remember her. And, and jo uh, Jackie, I, I just skipped to your that, part. Okay, right. take Jessica the other. Jessica Lange, Meryl Streep, and definitely one of the most, uh, probably the beautiful woman that's tagged as probably one of the most beautiful women of all time, none other than Elizabeth Taylor. Yep. But there's also women that, you know, that when we talk about them, we don't necessarily talk about their beauty, but we talk about their power. And there's a woman that's the most w powerful woman. She's known as the most powerful woman on TV. Anybody have an idea? Ag absolutely. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, Oprah and Winfrey. She's, she's valued at uh, $2.6 billion net worth. Uh, so she's not only powerful, but she's rich. And I wish that she would pay tithe here at Bethesda Church of God. <laughs> but then there's mentors. Women uh, that girls and ladies want to be like, uh, kind of role players, role models rather. Everyone should look up to, or at least that's what the world would say. And we're not endorsing them, but this is the people that are on the list. When you pull this up or Google it, you'll find out that there's someone by the name of Beyonce and, and her strength was that she is a singer, an actress, a wife, a mother. And then you have Audrey Hepburn, who was an actress and was very involved in UNICEF and Catherine Hepburn was independent and innovative and astound, she's an astounding actress. And, and then we have Maya Angelou. We know her as a poet. poet. She was an author, she was a singer, and I want to share just a couple of her quotes. I was looking over some of these this morning. Um, there's a few that just really spoke to my heart. Nothing will work unless you do it. Can you say amen to that one? Wise woman. Um, I've learned that people will, all, will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. So she was a very wise woman. But you know, there's one female above all of these that we've talked about that probably every female in this house, it doesn't matter if there's a child in here that's three years old or if there's a grandmother that's 99 years old, but at one point in your life, you probably wanted to be this little girl or this young woman, and that's Barbie. You know, we look at Barbie, she has the perfect figure, she has the perfect hair, she wears the perfect clothes, she's all that, but you know, she's so unrealistic. That's not reality, that's, that's a fantasy world. You know, in my fantasy world, I probably do look like Barbie. Um, let me just tell you, the reason that so many of us 
live with that image in our mind is because most of us ladies, every lady, if you've had a Barbie sometime in your life, raise your hand. Or even a knockoff Barbie, you know. M most everybody's had some kind of Barbie. You know, sometimes we go to Walmart and buy a cheaper brand, but you know, that's okay too. That, that's still in the Barbie family. <laughs> there are two Barbies sold every second in the world. That's why everybody knows about Barbie and wants to look like Barbie. Over a billion dollars worth of Barbies and Barbie accessories were sold in 2018. Barbie started back in 1959 and Barbie's still healthy and people are still buying Barbie today and now we're talking 60 years later. Barbie is one of the top 10 toys of all times that is still purchased. Okay, but let's get to the important facts. If Barbie was an actual woman, okay ladies, get a load of this. You talk about work. If Barbie was an actual woman, she would stand five feet nine. She'd weigh 110 pounds. This is the scary part. Oh, you thought that was funny. The scary part, her measurements, 39, 18, 33. And she'd wear a size three shoe. I don't know about all that. Now, if you're 5'9 and weigh 110 pounds, I got a feeling you have some kind of eating disorder, but I'm not even, I'm not even going there. I'm not even going there. But according to this, um, these statistics that I pulled up and that I'm reading, it says if Barbie was a real woman, she'd have to walk on all fours due to her proportions. I mean, think about it. She's real little down here, but she's real big up here. So, you know, sometimes what we glorify is not really what we want to be. Let me, let me just share this scripture with you. Proverbs 31:30. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. That beauty's gonna fade away. It's not gonna last forever. But let me tell you, what's inside here, that's what's going to get us that's through right. the tough days. That's what's going to get us through the storms. You know, when we have trials in our life, yeah. we can look in the mirror and we can do that Botox and get those lips sticking out real big. But, you know, when there's a crisis, what good is that going to do you? Ladies, we need the power of Jesus Christ. We need that clean yeah. heart. We need that purity in our hearts yeah. so that we can fight the battles. I tell you what. When, when you think about what is real, that's what this sermon is about. Women, it isn't about if you mark up to whoever the idol is or the celebrity. It's do you have real, genuine peace and joy and comfort in your spirit and in your heart? Then uh, we all want to look good, but that's not the premium or the number one thing in our life. It should be that we have peace with God. Now, in Proverbs chapter 31, th this is a, a little bit different than how I had read it because I had read that chapter as basically being, if a woman does all of these things, then she is a woman of favor, a woman of blessing. But that's not really how this chapter was uh, written. Uh, it was written to King Lemuel 
and his mother is the one who was actually speaking to him. So they believed that he was writing what she was dictating. Now, who is King Lemuel? It is commonly believed by theologians that this was Solomon. And his mother was Bathsheba. And she was not only writing to him about what kind of woman he should look for, but he was, she was writing to him or speaking to him and saying, son, this is the kind of man you need to be. Uh-oh. First nine verses. Preacher, this, ah, don't go there, preacher. I'm going to go there. <laughs> Amen. See, guys, one of the problems that we have is if you, if you kick and mistreat and degrade women, don't get upset with what you get back. Right. Amen. Now, I just made a statement that the women are afraid to clap on and the men are afraid to clap on because if I clap, they're going to think that, it, no, just own up to it. There's sometimes we men can be stinkers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> There's other times that we men can be great. Amen. There we go. We find it that we want to be great at certain times of the year. Right. And here, Bathsheba was saying to her son, you need to be the kind of man that a woman finds honorable and respectful, that will treat her right, that will love her. A man that has integrity and character. If you read the first nine verses, she's even telling him how he ought to live. Because she said, certain lifestyles aren't for kings. And she knew that he was destined to be a king. Look here, mom, dad, pour in to your children. And speak life and speak favor over them. Amen. Now... It goes on to, to talk about uh, Lemuel, his name signified one that is for God or devoted to God. And Lemuel is, again, commonly believed to be Samuel. Yes, he is. Okay, let me just share a couple of interesting facts about Proverbs 31. This chapter is most associated with femininity more than any other chapter in the Bible. So ladies, we should really like this chapter. Number two, many women grow, grew up thinking of the domestic superheroine of Proverbs 31 as just impossible standard by which to mark our shortcomings as a woman. And most of us just don't feel like we can live up and do all that the Proverbs 31 woman does. Number three, too often we focus on Proverbs 31 woman's rules, roles as a way of reducing womanhood to marriage, motherhood, and dom domesticity when re in reality this passage is about character that tr transcends gender and circumstance. So, you know, we, we do that list of this is what she should be and what you should be and how you should behave and you clean your house and take care of your children and work the loom. How many of you have a loom at home that you work every day? 
How many even know what a loom is? Okay. Well, some of us know, but most of us don't have a loom. But, you know, it's talking about the character. Going back, you know, when we look at ourselves, it's not what we see on the outside, and it's not what the job that you're doing, but it's saying, you know, with the character. That, that's what, what it's all about. And let me just go ahead and say this. Um, I read several articles from Jewish women that wrote about Proverbs 31, and they were saying that in these articles that as little girls, they memorized Proverbs 31, and they would recite it. Every week they would recite it. Now, it's believed that way back hundreds of years ago that probably even Mary, the mother of Jesus, which was a young Jewish girl, that she probably quoted this same verse, same chapter, day after a week after week after week because that's what the kind of woman she wanted to be and you know what i think she achieved it i think she was that proverbs 31 woman and then there are some things about proverbs 31 uh it, it was a subject the subject of a 22 line poem and it's found in the last chapter of the book of proverbs and the woman of noble character virtue of wisdom the author is essentially showing us what wisdom looks like in action. As a, a poem, Proverbs 31 should not be interpreted uh, as a job description for women. Its purpose is to celebrate wisdom in action, not to instruct women everywhere to get married and have children and take up the loom, as Jackie was saying, but be a woman of character and value. And then there's a target audience. The target audience, and I, and I was totally wrong in this. I grew up thinking, you know, that this was directed to females. That this is a, a chapter that we should just live by. But this chapter is actually targeted to the male. You know, it was the mother that gave this chapter to her son saying, this is the kind of woman you need. So men, this is your chapter. We think it, women, we probably have grown up thinking it's up for us, but men, this is really your chapter. So go home and memorize it. <laughs> go home and memorize it. You learn it, you, you, you know it. And this, I was telling you earlier that I read writings of several Jewish ladies and one thing that they said that just really stuck in my heart is that um, on, the Sabbath, on their Sabbath, at their Sabbath meal, before their meal, their hus the husband, the man of the house, would actually quote this scripture to his wife, to his daughters, if his mother was in the house, if there were friends in the house. But this was something the man of the house shared with the females in the house because it was a way of giving them honor and giving them glory. And actually, as I read more, I realized the only instructive language in this poem is directed to the male. And what, what it tells the male is, praise her for all her hands have done. So men, you, you have instruction in this chapter. So, you know, whenever you, before you sit down at lunch today, you say your blessing, you may not know the whole chapter, but you can at least give praise to your mother, to your wife. If you don't have your mother, your wife, there's a female at your table, you give her praise. That's what the word says. All right, and I won't, yeah, go ahead. Men, raise your hand. I promise. 
to praise my wife or a female today. Amen. All right. So at lunch, we're going to get a lot of praising going on. Amen. It ought to be. So uh, valor in Proverbs 31, it talks about uh, a, a woman of virtue. And that word virtue um, is the same word in Hebrew as valor. Now, uh, when it's applied to men, it's often applied to as far as war valor. When it's applied to women, it, it is dealing uh, with uh, a, a woman that has character or a woman that um, uh, has accomplished great things and been consistent in, in what she does. It goes, it's kind of like this. Uh, the Greek word or the Hebrew word is eshekai, and, and it would be what we would equate to, you go girl. When's the last time that we have really received genuine praise? You go girl. You're doing a great job. You're doing it right. When I was uh, growing up, I heard a story, and I've never forgotten it, how a woman had fixed a beautiful meal and for her family, and her husband came home from work, and it wasn't what he wanted. So he took the table and turned the entire table over, made a complete mess, cursed his wife out, and told her how sorry she was for cooking that meal. Now I'm sure that there was a whole lot of love and kisses and happiness going on after that. But sometimes that's how people treat other people. It ought not to be. See, according to uh, the, the Jewish lady, valor isn't about what you do, but how you do it. If you are a stay-at-home mom, be a stay-at-home mom of valor or excellence. If you are a nurse, be a nurse of valor. If you are a CEO or a pastor or whatever, if you're rich or poor, single or married, do it with valor. That's what makes you a Proverb 31 woman, not creating a life worthy of a Pinterest board, but doing what you do in valor. Come on. So Jackie, I want to take a few moments to talk about Ruth real quick. Ruth was, uh, was a destitute foreigner who daily worked, involved gathering, threshing, and wintering wheat. And, and for most of her story, she is neither a wife nor a mother. Uh, her life looked nothing like the life of a woman depicted in Proverbs 31. Ruth didn't spend her days making clothes for her husband. She had no husband. She was widowed. Ruth's children didn't rise up and call her blessed because she was childless. As a, 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 a poem, let, let me, oh, I'm about to look at the wrong, I'm about to give y'all the page four again. Ruth didn't spend her days exchanging fine linens with merchants and keep an immaculate home. She worked all day in the sun, gleaming, gleaming leftovers from other people's fields and, and was uh, 
uh, which was a provision made for the poorest of the poor in Israel. And yet, what Boaz says, the man that eventually would marry Ruth, before she gets married, before she has a child, before she becomes wealthy and influential woman, listen to what he said in Ruth chapter three and verse 11. All the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble character. Right. Now she was a nobody by most people's standards, but Boaz said, everybody has found out that you are a woman of noble character. Look here, if you're going to be a child of God, be a child of God of valor. If you're going to serve him, serve him with valor. Ruth is identified as a woman of valor, not because uh, she checked off some of Proverbs 31 to-do lists by getting married, keeping a clean house, and producing children, but because she lived her life with incredible bravery, wisdom, and strength. She lived her life with valor. And see, uh, you don't have to turn to Proverbs 31 to find women of valor. You can turn to the other chapters of the Bible and find Sarah and Deborah and uh, Mary of Nazareth and Martha and, and uh, Priscilla and Phoebe and Tabitha. And you can turn to the woman of, women of valor in your life and around the world who, be, who are bringing their unique gifts, insights, passions, and callings to bring hope and healing to the world. Jackie, I'd like to introduce this. I don't believe that the Bible has the only women of valor. I believe Bethesda Church of God has women of valor. Now I'm going to do a little marriage 101. I'll get it out in a minute. In in my mine and Jackie's ministry, we have we have counseled many 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 marital problems that people have had. I have seen men be men. Okay, now, y'all listen to me carefully. They start out like this when they first come. I'm the man, and the little lady better do what I'm telling her to do. She can hit the road. Door better not hit her in the butt. I've heard, heard that so many times. She better do what I'm telling her to do. Come on. Some man help me out right here and say amen. What are you preaching that for? Because when the little lady decides that she's not going to put up with it anymore... That man that says the door better not hit her in the butt. <laughs> Preacher, I want my wife. I want my wife. I had a big old man, I'm telling you, a lot bigger than me. I just want her back. I want her back. He's one who told her she can get her fat butt and get out. She sat that right, right in front of her and guess what she did? She took her fat butt and got out. It's time for men to rise up 
and honor their wives, honor women, and give them the proper respect that is due to them. They're not perfect, but newsflash, men, neither are we. Let's all try to get together and work as husband and wife, fathers and daughters, men and women, and let's make a difference in the kingdom by honoring women that are Proverbs 31 women. Someone say amen. Amen. Stand with us, please. We need to recognize the virtues of women. I do this sincerely. My wife has giftings that I do not have. I know she does. Uh, and, and I'll come home and she'll tell me what she's accomplished. And, and I tell her, you're so smart. And I am so grateful for you. She's such a good cook. Y'all might not believe this, but that picture we showed early, that wasn't me. <laughs> it's her fault. She's a fantastic cook. And I enjoy her cooking, but I want to praise her. But I don't want to just praise her because she's a good cook. And I don't want to just praise her because she's good with technology. I want to praise her because she's a woman of God. I want to praise her because she lives an example of Jesus Christ. I want to honor her for the Proverbs 31 woman that she is. Before I married her, she was a Proverbs 31 woman. And here it is. Women, I'm not going to ask you to pull out the selfie again. But I am going to ask you to look inwardly. But I'm going to also ask men today, would you take a spiritual selfie? When's the last time you truly honored a woman in your life? Okay, I've got to say this. Honor your father and your mother that your days be long upon the earth. Right. Amen. My grandmother and grandfather owned a nursing home. My granddaddy passed away and my grandmother continued working. My grandmother should have been in a nursing home and she was operating one. Then she passed away. When she passed away, I still remember the day when my uncle is on the phone and he's calling patients, family members. I remember hearing him say, my mother has passed away, the business is no longer, and we need you to come pick up your mother. Now I could only hear one side of the conversation, but it went something like this. No, no, we can't just go drop your mama off at any place. You have to come pick your mama up. Sir, I don't care how much money that you pay me, by law, I can't drop your mama off. You have to come pick your mama up. My grandmother, before she died, had told me many of the people that were dropped off, that was the last time they ever saw 
their loved ones. And then you wonder why people don't want to go to nursing homes. It's not because the nursing home is bad. It's because they don't want to be secluded. I'm asking you here today to remember not only your wife and your daughter and your mama, but honor women. Bless them. Bless them. And then the last thing that I want to say when you look at your selfie I want you to look past the skin I want you to look past the features and I want you to look real deep into your heart and are you the kind of man that Proverbs 31 talks about and are you the type of woman that Proverbs 31 talks about. I'd like to invite all the women, if you would, to come up here. All the women, I want as many as would. The Bible says, as a woman thinks, or as a man thinks, so is he. Crowd on in, ladies. You look beautiful today. You absolutely do. Proverbs 31 women are crowding in down the aisles, up on the stage. Proverbs 31 women. I want every woman to listen to me here. Some of you might not have a Proverbs 31 man to go home to. In fact, you might not have anyone to go home to. May I speak over you today and tell you and praise you that you are a mighty woman of valor. Some of you may go home to an abusive situation that you know that this is like your little place of reprieve here. You're going to go home to torment. Before you go, would you hear me? You are a mighty woman of valor. You are a mighty woman of God. Jackie, in just a moment, I'm going to ask you if you would to pray a special prayer of blessing over these ladies. Ladies, Here's the instruction that I feel that I need to give each of you. I want you to start speaking favor over yourself. When you look into the mirror and all the makeup is off, you just crawled out of bed and it don't look right. I want you to look past all of that and look down into your heart. Then I want you to speak over yourself. I am a woman of valor. 
I don't feel like a woman of valor. Speak it anyway. Speak it anyway. I don't feel like a woman of valor. Speak it anyway. And I believe the favor of God. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. I believe the favor of God is going to come on your life in a new way. Jackie, I want you to pray. I I, I believe God is going to start pouring out favor on, on you differently. Would you receive it today? Would you? Would you receive that favor? Go ahead, Jackie. Dear Father, Lord, I just want to start by thanking you, Lord, for every female that's here in the house of God today. Father, I pray a blessing on them that they've made that effort to be here to come in so that they can worship freely. And Lord, you know every need, every situation, every problem that they face. Lord, I know as, as ladies, so often we carry that burden for the family whether it's for a parent, whether it's for a child, whether it's for a friend. But that's our nature is to pick up and carry the burdens for those that we love. And Lord, I pray that you would just give strength, that you'd give wisdom, that you'd give knowledge, Lord, that these women of valor can just stretch on through the the trenches, Lord, and come victorious through every problem, every situation. Lord, and, and I just feel strongly to pray about those who want children. Lord, maybe those uh, women that are, um, are, are barren and cannot have a child. Lord, there's been so many women that's been there. I was there. Julia was there. Many other women in this congregation were there. But God, you provided for us. You gave us the desires of your heart. So ladies, if that's your desire today, you speak it. Lord, that's my desire. That's what I want. Ask and you shall receive. You tell the Lord what you want. Lord, for those who have physical needs, Jesus Christ has already received stripes for our healing. Speak your healing. Claim your healing today in the name of Jesus. Let the healing power go forward. Meet the needs. Let your healing go power go forward. Lord, those who may have financial needs. Father, you own the, the, the cows of a thousand hills. You own the hills. You own the cows. You own the universe. Lord, so there's nothing that you can't provide for us. Father, Lord, for those who are so burdened because maybe their child has wandered off. Is that one sheep that has wandered away from the fold. Father, you know where that child is. Just like you brought the prodigal child home, you can bring home children today. I speak salvation for the unsaved children, for the unsaved parent. Lord, it's never too late. There is nothing that's too big or too small that God can't take care of. Father, Lord, I just pray that the umbrella of your blessings will be upon these ladies. Lord, as they walk out of the house of God, they'll say, oh, something is different. Something wonderful is happening. But, Father, we know that that's that blessing that comes from you. I pray for peace. I pray for joy, Lord, for the ladies who are going home to a home right by themselves that feel that loneliness. Lord, I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit to be the greatest companion that could ever be in that household, that they remove the loneliness, that there's a peace and there's a joy that can replace the the sadness and the loneliness. 
Father, Lord, I just thank you in advance for all the things that you've done, all the things that you're doing. Father, your presence is here. You've, you've come into our midst. And Father, I just thank you in advance for the miracles of the testimonies that are going to come forward for what's been done through you and because of you today. And Father, I just love you. I'm so thankful that I'm your child and you're my father. Yeah. Just like my earthly father loved to take care of me and give me good gifts. Father, you love to give me great gifts. And Father, you have given me so many gifts. And Father, I want to say thank you. I want to say I am a blessed woman of God because of what you have provided for me, the way that you've taken care of me. And ladies, if that's your prayer today, pray along with me. Lord, I thank you for your provision. I thank you for giving me good gifts. I thank you for the men in my life. For whether it's your father, a husband, a brother, a friend, but Lord, you've taken care of me. And ladies, I rise up and I call you blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Father God, yes. If there's anyone that does not know you as their Savior, would you help them to right now invite you, invite you in to be their Savior? so that they can be blessed in the full measure of what you want to do for them. And we ask that in Jesus' name. Now, I want every woman to receive this word from Jackie and I, the alphabets of who we are in Christ. A, I am accepted, able, adopted, alive in Christ, apple of his eye, Abraham's seed, B, born, baptized by the Holy Spirit, beautiful, begotten, believer, betrothed, uh, blessed, blood-bought, bold, uh, see, called, chosen, cared for, changed, child of the king, choice, clean, competent, complete, confident, courageous, conqueror, created in his image, crucified in Christ, D, delight, delivered, determined, deserving, disciple, dead in Christ, E, elect, edified, equipped, esteemed, eternal, exalted, have faithful, family of God, fashioned in his image, fathered uh, or favored, found fruitful, forgiven, friend of God. G, gift, given, glorified, God's child, gracious, guaranteed, guiltless. H, holy, healthy, healed by the stripes of Jesus, honored. Uh, I, in his image, imitator of God, indestructible, innocent, his inheritance, J, just, joyful, believer, joint heirs with Christ, joined with the Lord, justified. K, kept by him, kind, known, a king's kid, L, lamb, loved, loving, lavish, liberated, life, living, loyal, part of a church made of living stones, M, magnificent, member of his body, miracles in progress, N, new, newly born, new creation, new species, new yes. name, new identity, not my own, O, obedient, overcomer, overflowing, one of a kind, P, pardoned, 
partaker, passed from death to life, patient, perfect yes. in his sight, yes. peculiar, planted, yes. pleasing, prosperous, princess in the tribe. Q, quick, quicken, quiet, qualified, R, raised, ransom, ruler, recognized, redeemed, righteous, reign with him. S, saved, saved, saved. Saints, sanctified, sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, secure in Him, sound, strong, saved by grace. T, the temple, testimony, treasure, uh, tree of righteousness, you, undefiled, uncompromising, upright, unique, V, voice in the wilderness, a visionary, victorious, valuable, W, wealthy, whole, wise, warrior, Word person, worthy worshiper, X, expression of his life, extraordinary, expression of his glory, extra special, Y, Yahweh's son, young, yoked with him, and Z, I'm a zealot, zealous, zestful, and I'm here today to tell you that you are all that. You are a Proverbs 31 woman, hallelujah, and Proverbs 31 men. Come on, give God praise. I am chosen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that you were inspired to live a life of purpose for Jesus Christ. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. God bless.